in 2014 none of us imagined that we can get to 7 billion that time revenue was not even 700 million correct so we have grown 10x in the area when we didn't know anything in 2014 15 we were scratching the surface on how to build a world class product then it took us 3 years to understand how to build a basic gtm on test space model where you know freshworks who really mastered it then the capital came in 2018 19 with the pandemic coming in because previously saas was not really sexy as you know right then saas become the flavor of the season a lot of investment came into it so history gives me a lot of confidence you know all of us came from backgrounds which are from tier 2 tier 3 towns we should have both from tier 3 tier 4 cities we should to chi i am from mumbai in punjab we didn't know the global markets we worked in zoho of course i have worked in commodity trading india has this magic where people are different diverse backgrounds from tier 1 to tier 3 able to come and win global markets hi wherever you're listening to us i hope you're doing well welcome to forbes india's tech conversations where we bring you insights from tech entrepreneurs cxos and investors i'm hariyarakli and in this episode manav garg founding partner at together talks about the vc firm's plans for its second fund at 150 million dollars the target for the second fund is almost twice the size of the first one which together announced in 2021 since then the firm founded by garg who's also the founder and ceo of aka software solutions girish mathrabutham founder and ceo of freshworks and shubham gupta a career venture investor has handed out checks to some 20 startups garg said they'd achieved the first close of the second fund which together expects to invest in promising generative ai ventures in addition to existing focus areas within the software as a service sector garg also talks about why he is fundamentally optimistic about the sector's prospects beyond the current macro slowdown expect at least a few saas company ipos in india as early as the latter part of next year he says so mano welcome back to this podcast and it's great to see you after a fairly long time i think so it's time to catch up and uh, you have news today as well uh, from together fund so welcome back oh, thanks sir if i'm always pleasure to talk to you i think a lot has happened in the ecosystem in the last i think almost 12 months back when we spoke yeah and that's a, i think a good way to start as well everyone talking about the funding winter and what not and you know recently also has putting together a few stories on the saas sector and generally got to listen to several founders you know including seasoned ones like your friend anish as well as younger founders with newer companies in general this is more sort of a greater sense of urgency in terms of figuring out unit you know unit economics or you know one founder referred to it as a race to profitability uh, maybe you can sort of just walk us through quickly what you are seeing uh, in india's saas sector today some of the the biggest trends and developments and we'll go from there yeah sure hari so i think if you look at uh, in 2021 i think we were at a high and then we kind of coming into a very very low right extreme highs and extreme lows i think the macroeconomic suddenly change if you look at the inflation touching 10% in developed economies the ukraine war energy prices going through the roof Uh, the entire supply chain disruption so nobody expected things to happen at such a fast pace and not only things to happen but multiple factors coming at the same time so that kind of caught everybody off guard but if i look at the bright spot saas saas or b2b globally has been a bright spot for me if you look at the public companies and we have obviously homegrown freshworks their results have not really dipped the revenue is still growing by 35% uh, 
they are much closer to profitability now uh even the bellwether companies like salesforce they have very slight dip in the revenue growths so i think overall b2b spending and how indian companies have attracted that uh, cash flow so that has been pretty robust given that we are in a very tough macro or so called recessionary environment right now so b2b to me actually is a bright spot in everything yes the valuations have crashed which is a combination of way Uh, the other asset classes work, the money supply, and the other macroeconomic factors. But the fundamentals of business have not not really changed. The one big fundamental shift I'm seeing is the public market is valuing profitability now as well because there's a less money supply. So profit certainly becomes more important than the than just the growth. So now public market investors are driving uh, the company towards balance between growth and profitability. Uh, and now, therefore, uh, that's what you're seeing a massive shift. in the startup and the private uh, space as well but the fundamentals are very very good uh, for for a b2b company right now mm. can you talk about that a little bit more i mean at this stage of the evolution of the indian saas sector what are some of the important factors that are helping uh, companies to kind of uh, at least stay stable if not see a big uh, spurt in growth as of now absolutely i'm glad you said that so actually what we are seeing is stable so i think if you look at a company company has a life cycle of minimum 10 years or 20 or 20 plus or institution of 40 plus years right so i would take out the anomalous year of 2021 when the valuation went to the roof i would look at okay over last decade or 5 years how the companies are growing and what is it going to look like in the near future so a i think the by the matter of fact the money availability is tight people are not throwing silly money behind growth right so therefore more much more efficient efficient use of capital is what we are seeing uh, so therefore we will see stable growth rates which is 30 to 40% uh, famously we all talk about rule of 40 right which is your uh, growth rate and beta previously we were looking at 100% growth but minus 40% in in profit i think we'll start balancing at 30% uh, growth with 10% profitability then some businesses may see 20% growth and 20% profitability which to me is extremely healthy right is healthy for the market is healthy for the founder because he is diluting less going forward because he's generating cash that cash can be deployed back into the growth and you start making much more thoughtful about your decisions you know because you know that money money is hard earned it's not really just coming uh, because there's a lot of cheap capital available in the global markets uh so that is what is uh, you know giving me so much of uh, comfort and hope as founders continue to build the global companies from india and india saas as such if you look at the fundamental foundation that we have built uh, over last decade has been phenomenal you know 3500 companies if you look at 2015 we were at 400 uh, you know 40 companies 2015 800 in 2018 uh, so number of companies have increased uh, we have 6 million developers uh we are also beginning to in the first wave we created horizontal applications then we started vertical applications and now we also handle you know dev tool infra companies we have postman browser stack uh, excel data uh, you know hasura and many more such companies are coming out so therefore it has become far more broad based on top of it we have a massive bright spot which is the generative ai uh so the entire saas wave predicated on software being consumed on cloud number 1 number 2 software buyers gone from fortune 500 to fortune 5 million which will smb buying the software because 
now you're in the cloud you can the per unit cost comes down uh, building software was easier with ai we're going to see at least in my view more proliferation of the software you know there are ai first categories where saas could not go like text to video entire media entertainment is getting disrupted right now as we speak entire copywriting is getting disrupted i was reading about journalists now they're writing articles and music and so on and so forth so so many new categories are coming which are essentially be driven by ai software so there you going to see a massive expansion of tam now the key question is what role can indian entrepreneurs play in that uh, expansion of tam now so there i have a view that it took us almost 15 years to master saas if i call it master saas still are you know we are only 1% market share of global saas but at least we know how to create the product global markets we have company which has gone public uh, so i think if you look at overall foundation is extremely extremely strong and i am sure that you know in ai we have been able to start building companies almost at you know chat gpt came in november of 2022 and here in july we already have some 20 to 30 companies in generative ai so it's pretty fast the way people are following it uh, but having said that i think some fundamental changes will come people founders will have to think first principles will have to build the foundation models for the country or for the world so i think a lot more is to be done so overall opportunity is increased mm. okay a kind of a reporter's question and i know that there may not be like a very clear cut answer to this but if you look at the the biggest indian saas companies today those which have revenues upwards of 50 million dollars most of them are still not yet profitable but they're getting there do, do you want to give us a sense of uh, when we will get to a point where most of them are more or less at break even and then from that point onwards they'll continue to make more money yeah uh, it's a good question right um, so i will give it to uh, as you said it's very hard to predict by when it will get there but i'm i can tell you for sure personally i have been in touch with a lot of founders who are in that scale everybody is thinking about how to get to profitability right you also said that at the opening statement now look at the fundamentals the gross margins are very healthy in the saas business as you know we are talking about 75 to 80% where most of the companies uh, lost money or went into profit uh, negative is spend on go to market or sales and marketing it would vary from 40% to to 80% so that spend is what is now getting metered now people are focused on what is my customer acquisition cost what is my payback period do i need such a big sales team what is my sales efficiency uh, do i need to spend so much on digital uh, marketing spend so basically the balance is coming between what growth you are expecting and therefore the spend is going to come down So I think every year you will see some companies getting to profitability for sure. Hmm. But I, but having said that, but the growth rate expectations will come down. See, previously we said, oh, you can if you're not growing at fifty, seventy percent, you are not a company because everybody was valuing growth. So now what I'm saying is certainly there's a shift towards profitability. So it'll take time. But I think we should set that over a decade. If we can grow at twenty twenty five to thirty percent and have ten to twenty percent profit, you are a pretty valuable company. Okay, that's interesting. in the it services side of things salary costs tend to be obviously the biggest chunk i mean upwards of 70% i think and i would imagine that may not necessarily be the case in terms of software products for maybe there's a different kind of skew salaries would account for 70 to 75% salaries per se because to sales people also be paying salaries right we are paying yeah so so therefore it's important to give a color on the salaries so i think the best way to look at is my r and d spend is between 15 to 20% my sales and marketing spend is about you know 40 to 50% uh, 
my g and spend is between anywhere between 7 to 10% like that and then my services spend is about 15 to 20% based on what kind of service you're giving on top of the product and and each one of those would include a salary component is what you're saying correct correct most of it most of it most of it is salary component only okay okay i understand that better now okay uh, so you also have news about together fund you're announcing your first close of a next fund can you walk us through some of that yes so our first fund was uh, 85 million dollars the second fund is 150 million dollars it is going to be a saas and ai focused fund our mission still remains the same product nation create global companies out of india so we still working on that uh, as i said i think the overall market opportunity has expanded we have saas we have cloud now we have ai on top of that or in addition to that so we are very excited about uh, what can be built in the next decade are you saying today uh, at what level you're doing your first close no, no we are not uh, able to disclose the first this is a significant amount okay and, and most of the capital has come from institutional investors uh, so a mm-hmm. lot of conviction behind what together fund can do what india can do so i think a big testament to that and what's a rough breakdown in terms of domestic investors versus overseas lps this is all for all foreign social investors from us and asia okay is there a conscious decision that you've taken or did you not sort of see enough enthusiasm from domestic you know like family offices and so on no i i think there is a lot of uh, you know awareness and interest from the indian market and just as a structure i think since we're going after global markets uh, we thought it's better to raise capital from the global market right now and on top of that there's macroeconomically as you know geopolitics is changing i think a lot of interest in india as a bright spot so a lot of foreign capital is interested in taking exposure to india you more or less double the target for your second fund uh, can you walk us through the thinking behind that yeah if you look at a saas business right saas business uh, our objective is to stay with the founder as much as we can the journey of building the company because we are here to build the long term you know scalable global firms so in the journey of that we would like to invest in every round the company is raising uh, the smaller corpus what happens is you can probably go to series a and maybe some companies to series b so by increase in corpus we have much more follow on rounds now which we can do so we can probably go to series c series d uh, and some exceptional companies we probably can even stay till an ipo stage so idea is to basically work with the founders for the longer term uh, because between grish and i we have the experience from seed to ipo and post ipo as you you are aware so we want to utilize that give it back to the to the to the society and to the ecosystem uh, and stay with the companies for the longer term can you give us some examples of uh, some of the kinds of companies and within saas the segments that you've invested from the first fund i mean i know that you have said you've invested in 20 companies after vetting 1700 candidates uh, give us some examples yeah so some of the examples so six company have raised follow on round so we have invested in uh, you know horizontal apps we have invested in uh, vertical apps we have invested in uh, uh, dev tool uh, infrastructure so some example for example spry health this is the company building on uh, vertical saas us healthcare uh, helping physiotherapy clinics uh, leading to automation it's a full stack offering which can automate the physiotherapy clinics and connected them to the payments with insurance providers if you look at it physiotherapies therapists are typically bound by the time they can put on 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 a particular patient so how do you increase the efficiency how do you look at the assessment so that's where software helps uh, it's a computer vision driven software uh, so it has a computer vision ai component in that uh, it is started by bridge raj who's a second time founder he used to be cpto of ola 
uh, exceptional product talent and they have been able to build an exceptional you know in the first 12 months they're an exceptional job in executing uh, the plan so far so spry health then we have a company called privado uh, which is focused on privacy uh, typically privacy uh, the pi data identity data so they have a dev tool approach of handling that uh, this is a company which raised a second round uh, from sequoia and insight uh, in 2021 uh, founders moved to the us uh, team from iit bombay done really really well uh, so far uh, so that's the, the the second company a third example is spendflow uh, spendflow is a company which is helping you know companies save procurement costs on the saas tools so during 99 19 to 2021 we saw a massive proliferation of uh, saas tools so now cfos are trying to optimize that so that company is kind of tailwinds they also raise the following down from process and excel Uh, then we have top line which focuses on sales intelligence this is sales and marketing tech uh, very good team from uh, clever tap sequoia search uh, done a phenomenal job in executing uh, even in a tough environment you know sales and marketing tech is tough right now done a phenomenal job in keeping their focus on building the company so so like that so these are the companies then we have device which is a company coming out of surat uh, you know typically and this is a trend we written in the press release as well we are seeing you know companies coming out not only from chennai bangalore ncr but also from tier 2 tier 3 towns which really excites us you know the wave is getting far more broad based in india so we invested mm-hmm. company called surat uh, you know vishal is from surat has built a no code no code platform which can automate figma to code design uh, he just launched a genai version of that called device gpt uh, very excited they have about Uh, 100,000 users which have signed up. So, so we're investing across these uh, three areas: uh, mm-hmm. security, privacy. We have Securiden, uh, which is looking at you know password management, password identity management, cybersecurity company. Uh, there is the next round from uh, uh, Excel and and Tiger Capital. Uh, so, so therefore, uh, this is the kind of range of companies we invested in. Mm-hmm. And on top, this is six companies who raised next rounds. we invested in three genai companies one is in the area of api automation uh, one is in the area of uh, marketing automation another one is in the us uh, healthcare and just to refresh uh, you know our audience's memory as well uh, at together what is the approach that you take i mean what proportion do you invest and then what proportion do you uh, retain for follow on rounds we retain typically 50% of follow rounds as i said our philosophy is to stay with the founder as long as we can uh, so fund to will be similar proportion if not more uh, so we'll have f- minimum 50% reserve for the follow rounds uh, the first check from one one given the corpus size was between 1 to 3 million dollars uh, second fund as you saw on the press release is going to be 1 to 5 million dollars uh, the first check but overall capital deployment could be you know 50 million dollars in the life cycle of the company or more depending on where the company is and these would be typically series a checks is it seed and series a both and i know you mentioned generative ai um with the second fund can you talk about uh, the most important segments where you want to invest i think the segment for the b2b remains the same which is horizontal application which is workflow driven uh, you're disrupting a workflow you're solving making a complex workflow simple uh, you look those are typical areas in recruitment to sales and marketing Uh, and so on and so forth. 
second is the vertical areas legal tech is getting a lot of uh, importance media is getting a lot of importance right now because of getting disrupted through generative ai uh, you have healthcare a uh, lot of opportunity there uh, you know which can be addressed a lot of white spaces then you have dev tool infrastructure observability tool to modern data stack to cyber security privacy so these are general areas we're going to continue to invest okay in the current environment can you give us a sense of what investors are prioritizing i mean anecdotally we have heard and we've seen that in general across vc firms the priority seems to be to help the best companies within existing portfolios uh, you know to continue to do well uh, to consolidate their work and not so much uh, you know investing in a new and entirely new startup what is your view on this from together perspective we have been investing in as i said we just invested in over 3 months uh, three generative companies which is one a month which is pretty fast paced uh, so i think we'll continue to take the bet we are, see and that's my answer to most of the people who ask this question we taking a 10 year view 10 year saas and ai view is very very positive for india as as you as you are well aware right uh, you know india has 1% market share likely to go to 6% uh, overall revenue generation opportunities are increasing they are 400 plus domains where people can build we have 6 million developers so i think the fundamental foundation is pretty solid uh, we will see where founders come and build so we are not worried in the longer term and you know we are in the business for very long term right we are back in the companies for 10 plus years and and if you want to extend this idea of how the fundamentals will help the sector and i know that uh, tomorrow on the saas boomy side uh, you're going to re- release another report and you've told us already about one or two of the numbers there's a 100 billion dollar projection by 2030 if i remember it right 50 to 70 billion ah, okay 50 to 70 billion dollar by 2030 yeah. that is still like yeah it, it's 7 it's 7 billion right now it's about 7 to 10 times correct yeah so from from today so you've mentioned all these strong fundamentals but can you extend that and talk about what gives you the confidence that the sector can grow to that level so if uh, this is a we had this informal conversation over drinks the other day in 2014 none of us imagined that we can get to 7 billion that time revenue was not even 700 million correct so we have grown 10x in the area when we didn't know anything we in 2014 15 we were scratching the surface on how to build a world class product then it took us 3 years to understand how to build a basic gtm on desk based model where you know freshworks who really mastered it then you know now is a then the capital came in 2018 19 with the pandemic coming in because previously saas was not really sexy as you know right then saas become the flavor of the season lot of investment came into being so in 2000 so that's what gives so history gives me a lot of confidence obviously i can make future statements but i would tell people to go back to the history for where we were you know all of us came from backgrounds which are from tier 2 tier 3 towns grish and i are both from tier 3 tier 4 cities grish from tuchi i am from mogai in punjab you know we didn't know the global markets grish worked in zoho of course i have worked in commodity trading so india has this magic where people are different diverse backgrounds from tier 1 to tier 3 able to come and win global markets so next 10 years are not going to be different and now we have bright spot we have government supporting the regulation we have foreign capital who is believing in us we have domestic capital believing in us and we have the talent i think that's all you can hope for again on the talent front um in the it services context people track attrition very very closely and we are familiar with the concept uh, in in saas i was told that you know in the crazy funding days of 2021 people left for like doubling their salaries and things like that 
what kind of attrition were you dealing with at that time uh, on a ttm basis and what's it like today it is crazy it was going touching almost 30 to 40% some companies even touched 40 to 50% uh, that was silly money right if you were just funding silly capital silly money being thrown around you know two years business guy paying 1 crore it can be paid if you exceptional talent but that's not the average uh, but it was really really hedonistic days of 21 so i will forget that come back to normal you know uh, so normal salaries as you know so i think now attrition rate is back to is low right now from high we come to low so we had a higher situation now we have a lower attrition it's not like 5 6% right now trailing 12 months basis yeah the 12 months basis so it has gone from 50 or 35 40% to 5 to 6% right now. oh it's as low as that is it yeah yeah the jobs you know were reduced people are not changing as much salaries are not going see people shift for two three reasons first fundamental was of okay, more opportunity and then more composition so opportunities are remaining but composition is not going you know people already had such a high salary to change they have to go on a lower salary mm. so therefore the change is not going to happen so therefore when the jobs are getting cut that's the time and actually there's a voluntary resignation involuntary resignation and that's how you get into the job cycle and and at this point uh, i mean i guess somewhere somewhere we'll see that the slowdown will end and barring another terrible black swan if hopefully if things get better you will get back to growth so keeping that in mind can you so leaving the slowdown aside what can kind of spoil the party for you what are the big challenges i think if you don't if you don't remain consistent and focus for example right now there are a lot of question marks and there are right question marks can india build ai company will the foundation model comes from india so my view is it's only 7 months chat gpt came in november which i just said in the early in the podcast also we are just in july so we have to be patient consistently focus on what has worked for us which is perseverance focus on the global opportunities user learning so far i will go back to the first principle and the fundamentals and will not now start going after something else you know which which is totally new so i think i will be very i am very confident on the fundamentals india is in right now uh, so i would just so that is where we can go wrong where we are going away from the fundamentals and going after the next shiny object without uh, going with fundamentals having said that lot of fundamental work still needs to be done you know uh talent uh, always will be a challenge it has been challenge for every economy globally how can we if i am thinking far ahead i would like entrepreneurs to continue to build companies in india most people should stay in india and build a company instead of going to the us or wherever they are right so that's going to be really important for the country because every single entrepreneur create more jobs but also they create more ideas they motivate more people you know so that's what is really important for us so i would just stay very focused on fundamentals say how we can get more entrepreneurs stay in india uh, give them more better conditions you know we have more money coming in government is uh, much uh, very very business friendly so what can we give and we have a biggest bright spot in indian stock market you know indian i'm sure you know is 3.6 trillion market cap now with indian stock market uh, saas companies are profitable right or can turn profitable they can list in the domestic markets so i think we also have a lot of opportunity to create a mid 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 cap uh, saas companies which can list in indian stock exchange that to me is a massive bright spot that is not possible 10 years back second half of calendar 2024 early 2025 would you say would you hazard a bet that we'll have we'll see a bunch of ipos in the saas sector in india i think yes mid market uh, indian saas you will see few ipos come for sure hmm. and on the point of india uh, i know that you know some companies uh, I don't know about Eka, but I know that Freshworks has spoken about uh, Indian deal wins, Mahindra or 
And I know that uh, I think Postman spoke about a collaboration with uh, Axis Bank. Uh, mm-hmm. So anecdotally, we are hearing some of this. But overall, uh, India is kind of a very distant second in terms of focus for you guys as a market. Do you see that changing significantly in the coming years? I think it may change. I think already Indian companies are growing bigger. So I think, I think again, a good trend line. 10 years back, the spend was very low. Now the spend has simply increased. Indian companies are innovating. You know, Indian companies are investing globally. So they are definitely adopting more software than they ever did before. So I think the domestic opportunity will also improve. And I just want to come to the closing note saying that Bharat opportunity for AI is also going to be very good. We have foundation model for languages, foundation model for fintech. We have very clean data in that. Our banking sector is very good. VFS spend is anyway the highest spend even in the business software category. So we might see actually Bharat opportunity actually even expanding and become really real with uh, with AI coming in. Do you want to give us one or two specific examples of what kind of problems can be solved? I mean, I have heard this idea of combining generative AI and the India stack and things like that. Yeah. So if you look at all this fintech UPI data that we have in the banks, right? we have a lot of consumer data and we have also the banking data. So you can build an LLM on top of that and understand what consumer behavior will be, what lending will work. So a lot of use cases in fintech will come. Uh, we have different languages, right? So all the data for every language has to be consolidated. So all that chat should be equivalent for Indian languages will have to come. We are very excited about uh, of India, India SaaS, India AI and uh, building global companies out of India. Okay, excellent. More power to you guys. Thank you again, Mano, for making time for this. Thanks, Sari. We'll be in touch. That's it for this conversation. I hope you found it interesting. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast app. I'm Hari Thank you for listening.